All right, Sarah, since you're here this yeah. week and it's been a while, no. will you count me down, please? <laughs> sure. From 5, 10, 15? Just kidding. Whatever you want. Okay, 25. Here we go. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Three, two, one. And hello, everybody. Welcome to SEN After Live. I am Jay Wade. And I am Kaylin. And holy shit, fuck Batman, have we got one today? <laughs> That's right, guys. We're now plugging along episode number 10 of this SEN Live After Show. And uh, it's good to be back. I missed last week. Uh, it was much, much worse of an experience for me last week than it was with the newbie dentist manhandling my mouth. That was terrible, but last week was even worse. Not even going to get into it. Uh, but um, thank you, Kaylin, and uh, thanks to Josh also. You guys uh, you guys held it down last week for about two hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> um, well, thank you, I guess. <laughs> You're welcome. It, it, was a, it was a good episode. I, I do admit I, I haven't finished it yet, but I did start it. So, Well, all the um, men on this network are so chatty. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It, you would think it would be the opposite way, but unless unless some of you folks listen to Go Get That Rose, then you know Sarah, you cannot get her to stop talking on that show. And speaking of Sarah, uh, we got her here joining us for the first uh, few minutes here uh, for an announcement. How you doing, Sarah? Woo! Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. It's my first time here. Yes, yes, it's great to have you. And a little bit of background for uh, for anyone who may not know, um, our our producer here, he's also the founder and the guy who runs Mark with the Movie Blog, Josh Rayner. He started uh, After Live, um, which is a Collider Live After Show, and he he needed to free up some time for his uh, Schmodown show called Talking Schmodown that he does. And so he enlisted the he enlisted some help, and it turned out being me, Mike, and uh, Sean taking over after live. Um, that went on for a while, and we ended up uh, Sean ended up leaving for a short bit, and we added Kaylin and Sarah to the crew, and we were plugging along until Christian made his announcement that he was splitting off to do Sen and leaving Collider. So then we split the crew at that point, and Kaylin and I came over to do this show. We got Sean back over there, and uh, and and it, they've been doing great over there. They've got great chemistry, and so they've been doing after live. Um, Sarah, Mike, and Sean, and Kaylin and I have been doing SEN after live. Well, obviously, uh, we know what happened with Collider, and they dropped after live. Um, but it would be it would be a, a big shame not to have Sarah, Mike, and Sean continue doing stuff together. They're just great together on the mic. I'm telling you. Um, so we have Sarah here tonight to make a little announcement. Um, they are going to continue to do a little something. Why don't you tell us about that, Sarah? Yes, we have been joking that the producer Josh canceled our show. Um, because we didn't perform well enough, um, which I mean, unfortunate that Clyde Alive got canceled and in result, our after live got canceled. Um, but we decided that we do, all three of us have great chemistry together. We love talking about movies and TV and stuff like that. So we are going to continue on and make our own podcast. Um, 
kind of in the vein of Collider Live, just in the sense of, yeah, we're going to cover movies, TV, entertainment news. We're thinking of different segments we're going to do, such as like different top 10 lists every, like a reoccurring segment, um, a whole bunch of different things. I think we want to watch a TV show and review a TV show together, do different things like that. Um, so kind of the same thing, but just more relaxed style. We didn't want to do another cover um, podcast, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but we we're just like, there really isn't another show that grabs us the way that Collider Live did that we'd want to cover consistently. So we're excited to start our own. I believe it's starting next Friday. Um, well, we start recording next Friday, but I believe like next week will be our first and it's going to be called Beyond the Screen, I believe. <laughs> I'm 100% sure, but you know. You're 100% sure that you believe that's the name? <laughs> I'm 99%, maybe not 100. <laughs> uh, that's cool. That sounds great. Um, yeah, like I said, I enjoy listening to to, uh, to you guys together. Uh, definitely something there. And like we were saying a little bit before we started, uh, one of the one of the things I like the most about uh, about you three together is you trying to reel in uh, Mike and Sean because they can definitely go off topic a little bit at times. Oh yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, Sean likes to talk a lot. And I I always joke that I feel like Mike's my older brother and Sean's my younger brother. And I'm just kind of caught in the middle of them. They constantly (laughs) pick on me, which is fine. And I pick on them. Um, I tell Sean every week that he's fired. I don't know why he keeps showing back up. Um, (laughs) You know, Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. We all have very different takes on different movies, um, which keeps it interesting. We Mike's not the biggest Star Wars fan. So me and Sean will talk about that and they're fans of other things and they talk about that. So it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. And I'm tired all the time, so that just adds into it, <laughs> into the craziness. So, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Um, I can't wait to check it out. You said uh, she'll be starting recording next week, uh, huh? Yes. I believe it's probably going to have the same release schedule as Afterlife did um, maybe maybe a couple of days later. I don't know, because we're not going to be tied to having – um, shows, you know what I mean, covering. So just be on the lookout. I'm sure we'll have a consistent <laughs> release. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, Cause yeah, I know that, I know that you and Sean at least are big into Harry Potter. So I'm, I can imagine we'll hear some Harry Potter stuff. Oh yeah. Um, Lots what of kind things. of stuff are you expecting out of Mike? Um, I think, I don't know. Mike, I, Mike's Mike's, Mike's always like a fun guy, like a Makuga type. If you get the the uh, the reference, like he's he's always got some sort of little games and uh, and, yes. and stuff like Mike that. Fun little excited. stuff. He's excited for us to kind of his he's kind of leading the charge of like the different weekly and monthly segments that we're gonna do, different games we're gonna do. Um, he said that he's kind of the Mark Riley of the group who kind of sits back and then we'll like interject. Um, but I get the Makuga with coming up with games and stuff like that. We decided that Sean is the Makuga of the group just because of the high energy. And, um, (laughs) I don't remember who I was. No, he's more like Koi. (laughs) Yes. I can see that. Perfect. It kind of sounds a little bit more like Koi than, um, he does Makuga. 
but his voice is like a mixture of Koi and JTE. It's exactly like JTE. It freaks me out. No, I miss JTE in the Schmodown a lot. Yeah, I really do. And on Scream Junkies, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you another question, but it just flew right out of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um. You know what? You know what? Um, let's let's get you in on something here. Let's get okay. you in on one of our little question things before we let oh, you go. Because no. I know uh, we don't have you for too long here tonight. We wanted to get you on for the announcement and uh, uh, let you have a let you have a good night off. I'm sure your hub, hubby's ready for a Friday night without you recording late. So yeah, um, I'm ready for it. Forget about him. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's, uh, Kaylin, let's get her in on one of these because this, this will be great for just you and I to bring up, but we got to get another opinion too. Um, I'm excited. Party in the fart tower in the bathroom at work. Okay. So that was, uh, let me, what does that uh, mean? Okay. So party in the fart tower is something that they say repeatedly. And I don't even know where the reference came from, but somebody sent in a, um, uh, either a, a, a super chat or a stream lab and it mm-hmm. said there, like there's a party in the fart tower in the bathroom at work so he was pooping at work oh. and it went on and on so it got me thinking do oh, no. you poop in public yes <laughs> yes <laughs> okay yeah I'm not one of those people that's like oh I have to wait till I go home like because well <laughs> Should I go personal? I have uh, bladder issues, so I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's natural. I'm assuming yeah. you don't, Kaylin. <laughs> um, not if I can avoid it. Okay. Um, and Darren will avoid it at all costs. Oh, I can't. I can't do that. Can I start calling you shit break? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylin. Me? Yeah, you know, American Pie, shit break. He would never, he would never take his shit at school. He'd always have to go home. Oh, my, my brother wouldn't use the bathrooms at school. Like, he would hold it all day. Like, even. What's the um, difference between school and somewhere else? I don't, or I guess out in public either. Like, he just will always hold it. I don't get people Uh like that. I don't get it. Dude, like, you, you gotta, gotta go. do what you gotta do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't care where I'm at. I don't. I don't care not... if it's a Porta John on a really oh, hot, nasty day at no, a hippie I festival. If I got it. a shit, dude, I'm dropping the deuce. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit harder. I think if the if the bathrooms are like clean, like ideal, you're like, yeah, that's fine. But if they're nasty, I'm more like, okay, I'll just hold it. <laughs> So, well, so yeah. are you saying you wouldn't use a porta john at all, or it would oh, just I have had. to be clean, like super clean? Why are you calling it a porta john? I don't porta john, portalette. I don't know what, what the fuck do you guys call them? A porta potty. Porta potty, portalette, porta john. The john. The john. Yeah. <laughs> the the ATM shit booth. I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard that. No, well, my folks are on vacation down in Alabama right now, and they, they've they got a group text thing going with myself and my brothers and sisters-in-law, and they, they'll send up pics and stuff, you know, every day of something that they're doing, and they were, uh, they sent pic. my mom sent pics of some 
I don't know. I don't know if it was a joke. I didn't read the text. I was busy at the time, but I saw the picture. But it, it looks like a porta john, but mm-hmm. it, it says ATM on it, and it says ATM inside. So oh all I could all I could gather was my sister in law was was wondering if it was a joke only or if there really was an ATM inside that you could use while you're going to the bathroom. But I I haven't mm. read back through the text thread yet to find an answer to that. <laughs> mm. Dear God. So are you happy you stayed on an extra few minutes, Sarah? Yes, I'm very happy. That was <laughs> great question. Oh, it's not often I talk about my my number two habits. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys want to hear some really crazy talk coming from Sari? Listen to this last week's "Go Get That Rose" when it drops here soon. Wow! I so I didn't think it was that bad, and then I told my husband what I said, and he was like, "I can't believe you said that." <laughs> I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Well, see, like I've told you before, I, I look at you kind of like uh, like my niece. You're the same age. You're around the same age as my niece. So mm-hmm. when you said it, my first thought, <laughs> I did that uncle cringe. I was like, ooh. I'm so I will never do it again. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no. By all means, curious. it was great. You know, once I get past that uncle cringe, then I'm like, okay, this is great entertainment. Let's keep this going. My bad. Oh, my God. Terrible. Well, I, for one, yeah. look forward to hearing y'all show. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, And in the meantime, uh, I know that we also have a um, Harry Potter uh, podcast in the works where we're going to review yes. all the Harry Potter um, movies one by one, which means we have to go back and watch those first ones, which were a little <laughs> cringy. Um, oh, I'm just, I just watched Chamber of Secrets last night. What? For my... Well, my, so our New Year's, New Year's Eve, we were like, what's a good movie to watch? And my husband's like, oh, let's watch uh, the first, let's start watching Harry Potter. And I was like, all right. So we just watched Orsair Stone. And then last night we just put on Chamber of Secrets. So I'm ready. (laughs) Oh, well, those are not just movies I put on. Uh, I mean, they're fine. That's my favorite one. (laughs) The kids were, you know, still learning how to act. Yes, yes. All that, so and you know the CGI and stuff got better as we went on. So yes, well, awesome. And uh, where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at scbox. So s s e a b o c k. Awesome. Um, and yeah, also, well, also, like I said, go oh, get also, that rose. Go get that rose. Yeah. 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 Because oh, I mean, Peter. Peter's season is uh, started and it's back and it's crazy. Yes. And... So me and Jay, if he hasn't mentioned it, we, I mean, we talked about it already, but we do a bachelor, bachelorette, everything bachelor recap show called Go Get That Rose. You can also find it on here. We're not, I mean, I came to the realization that I'm a huge bachelor fan, not ironically. <laughs> um, it's really upsetting for me to realize that, but Jay is not. So it's, a good balance we really just talk trash about everything yeah. you know what i mean it's not one of those oh, yeah. like we i we know this whole show is a train wreck but it's fun yes. to watch so just listen to us talk trash about these people it's fun. yeah we we don't pretend to take it seriously whatsoever yes. <laughs> yes i mean i care very deeply but at the same time i understand that this show is like a train wreck so and then be on the lookout for the podcast that we mentioned earlier, Beyond the Screen, um, 
should be coming out within the next couple of weeks. So awesome. So Sounds what's great. funny is after you, after I asked you to um, plug, you know, your social media, and you yeah. did, I thought to myself, what do we say now? Because normally that's when we end the show. Hey, I... see you guys next week. That was awesome. <laughs> wow, that was great. Thanks, thanks, guys. Short show. So You're I was welcome. no. So I, I just sat here thinking, like, what do we say now? <laughs> I don't even know. Well, actually, this is great timing because uh, our guest this week just showed up. So. All right, well, this is great timing, actually. So, uh, Sarah, thank you again for joining us and letting us know what's going on and uh, sharing your, your, uh, your, your, the fact that you're not shy to poop in public. (laughs) That, that, I think that was more valuable information than the actual. I did not know that that would come out. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I will not be back on this show. show. (laughs) Just kidding. I'd love to come back sometime. Please have me back. Absolutely. Anytime. Of course. All right. But All have right. a great night, Sarah. Thank you. You guys, too. Thank Bye. You. Good luck with your interview. Bye. Thank you. Bye. She's delightful. She is. I, was I just really trying... love doing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just trying to figure out a way to segue out. Yeah, well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing he popped into chat because if he wouldn't have, then we would be like, probably still rambling on but that was perfect timing um but yeah our guest is here for this week ladies and gentlemen and uh we're really excited for for our guest this week uh we were nervous here i won't lie um if you listen to collider live when it first started you heard roxy tell the story um about our next guest he uh he, he kind of did a no-show on ben bateman and andrew guy and uh, we were a little worried, nervous here that that might happen as well. But uh, but we we're pleased to say that we scheduled a date, and he is here with us now, ladies and gentlemen. He is Bobby Finstock, aka Bobby Gucci, Tom Dagnino, sir. Welcome to the show, and how are you? When it goldfish here. When it goldfish here. Oh no! Thank you for your time. We really do appreciate it. We know you got a lot going on, especially with the draft. Uh, the draft this week, and it's going to be a big one. But uh, let's just get right into it. Um, this being an SEN Live after show, uh, we're aware of your relationship with Christian and how long you guys have known each other and uh, him bringing you into the Schmoes group. And uh, there's got to be a great story of there when you guys first met. And I'm talking like the very first time that, that you guys ever ran into each other. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that first interaction and uh, and how that went? Uh, with Christian. When it goldfish here. Dude, no way. <laughs> so that was it. You guys just hit the ground running and the legend known as Finstock, the legend was born, dude. That's great. That's great. So I was curious. I've seen the old clip of your first appearance on the Schmozno podcast, which was episode number 74 back from the Toad Hop days, and you looked a bit nervous. What were your thoughts during that show? while you were t- walking around, hovering behind everyone else, and then when you finally sat down at the mic. When it goldfish here. When it goldfish here. Yeah. Uh, Ken would intimidate me too, I think. Um, but Ellis looked like his lip was about to start quivering, and we all know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, is working in the entertainment industry something that you've always thought of, or is it something that just kind of happened? When it goldfish here. 
Oh, dude, that's interesting. Um, talk about an epic journey, dude. That's uh, that's some Lord of the Rings type shit there. When it goldfish, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, well, something we're all re- okay. Yeah, we're we're all really looking forward to the draft and and to this year of Schmodown, uh, the new era, as Christian has labeled it. And uh, we got you and the Finstock Finstock Exchange, excuse me. Uh, this is the bit where we're going to turn it over to our resident Schmodown expert, our producer here on the show, uh, Josh Rayner. Uh, take it away and get us into some uh, Schmodown discussion here, buddy. Thanks, Wade, and thanks again, Tom, for, for joining us today and giving us this opportunity to sit down and talk with you. Uh, and so I, I really want to get into some, some great Schmodown uh, discussion with you and just kind of pick your brain a little bit. So... You have gone on to manage two of the most successful factions in the history of the Schmodown, with the Lion's Den and now the, the, the Five Horsemen. You have led teams to championships. You have led singles competitors to championships. You have even won some pretty big matches yourself. So what I'd like to know from you is what is the one thing about your career in the Schmodown that you want to be remembered for? What is that one defining moment in the Schmodown that you want people to say, hey, this is what Tom Dagnino did? When it goldfish, yeah. Wow, really? I was not expecting uh, of that answer. That is fascinating. Uh, could, could you delve a little bit more into why that is your, is your choice? When it goldfish here, when it goldfish here. Hmm. Wow. Okay. I mean, I, I guess I, I guess I can't expect anything less coming from a guy like Tom Dagnino. I mean, you're I mean you're you're off the cuff. You're unexpected, and you know what? It's totally on brand for you. So I applaud I, I applaud you for that. So I I really do. I really do. Uh, my next question is with this upcoming draft happening. What is your is your plan? Like, did you have a strategy, you know, coming up in, into this draft? Have you have you built a strategy as to what you're going to do later on down the line? Obviously, you've got the founding fathers. You've got uh, both members of Who's the Boss locked up right now. But what is your strategy going past those players and into the rest of the draft? I'd love to hear it. When it goldfish here. When it goldfish here. Wow, no shit. I mean, I never would have expected you to be gunning for the Wild Bears, but you know what? That is a solid, solid pick, and I hope that you get what you're what you're looking for, man. The Wild Berries in the Finstock Exchange, that is money right there, and you know money. So I'd like to ask a couple more questions real quick. Now... You've been doing this for quite a while, um, and some people say that uh, you know you're not a great player at the game. But I beg to differ. I think that yes, you may not be a championship type player, but you have held your own in some pretty pretty solid matches. What would you say to all those haters out there who call you you know just like a, a, a D level player, someone who's just not good enough to be in this league? When a goldfish here. Yeah. Whoa, 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 man! I, you know. I, I'm not saying that you are a bad player. I was just addressing all these other people who I've heard out there. I love you as a manager. I think you're a great, entertaining person. 
whoa, man, I, I, I'm sorry if I offended you, but uh, you know, I, I, I apologize. I take, I take anything back that you may have taken offense to. So let's just, let's just move on to my final question. If you've got any words for the other managers, the other eight managers that are going to be taking place in this upcoming draft, what would those final words be? When it go fish here, when it go fish here. Whew, that is some heat right there coming from none other than Tom Dagnino. I uh, thank you so much for answering some of my Schmodown questions. I'm going to throw it back to Jay Wade to finish us off. Take it away, Wade. Hey, thanks, Josh. And uh, but more important, uh, thank you, Tom, for your time. We really appreciate it. Um, it was awesome that we could set this up, and uh, we hope to have you back again sometime. When it goldfish here, when it goldfish here. Yeah, absolutely, man. Open door, absolutely. Anytime you'd like to, uh, just come on back, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Dagnino, uh, you got anything you want to plug? A uh, little Bobby and the Juice, uh, anything like that? Go ahead, feel free. When it goldfish here, when it goldfish here. Excellent. And be sure to check that out, everybody. Uh, Tom Dagnino, once again, uh, thank you very much, sir. And uh, have a great weekend. Good luck in the draft. When it goldfish here. Dude, that was great. Uh, thanks again, Tom, for, for your time. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, but, but yeah, like I said earlier, I missed last week, so I'm ready to catch up with Kalen. So yeah, what's going on, Kalen? What, what has been going on the last couple of weeks that I have missed out on or that I have to know, or is there anything you want to know about? Talk to me, man. Okay. So I have a grievance this week. Uh, is it with me? No, it is with my oh, pookie. thank fuck. <laughs> it's with who? My pookie. Uh-oh. So, you know those things that come up on Facebook all the time, and it's like, ask your significant other these questions and write down what they say. Or ask your, some of them are like, ask your child these questions, and those are always like really funny. All well, right. one of those came up, and it was ask your significant other all those all these questions, and it's about me. So it's questions I'm asking him, but about me. And um, one of them was, what do I do when you're not home? And he said, take bubble baths. He said so, you take bubble baths when he's not home. Yeah. Um, so first of all, he takes about four times as many bubble baths as I do. What? Yeah. A we grown have, man takes bubble baths? He loves a bubble bath. We have I a won't TV. even get in the bath. He, well, we built our house. The bathtub has only ever been used by me and him. And, well, not that that even matters because we've used hotel bathtubs. Um, right. And stuff. We're just not as germ, you know, that's just one of the things that doesn't scare us. But anyway, right. we have this massive bathtub. And he, we have a TV in our bathroom so that he can watch football while taking <laughs> oh a bubble gosh. bath. Dude, that's I hardcore. I rarely take a bubble bath. I took, um, I think I maybe have taken one since I had Kelly, maybe, and she's six months old, and that, maybe, and I took a couple while I was pregnant, but not super deep ones, um, that was just to sort of help my back, my back was sort of aching. Um, but not super deep ones because you're really not supposed to be like completely submerged in that hot water when you're pregnant. Um, 
so my belly wasn't even covered. So I haven't really taken one in well over a year. And he, and also, like, what does he think happens when he's not here? Um, The laundry gets done. The dishes get done. The cleaning gets done. The dogs <laughs> get taken care of. The baby gets taken care of. Where's the baby when I'm taking all these bubble baths? <laughs> Sitting in a high chair next to you. <laughs> oh, men, oh, I man. swear. Hey, I don't know, man. I guess we'd have different ideas of what the old lady's doing around the house while we're out all day. I don't know. I I don't know uh, what would even possess him to think that because he knows, like, when he comes home in the evening, he knows I've either already showered quickly or I, like, immediately hand him the baby so that I can go take my shower because I want five minutes to myself. Which I still don't get because he'll come in there with the baby and like talk to me while I'm showering. And so he knows I don't take baths. I never take baths. So he's Before crazy. or after you bathe? What do you mean? Like if you have to poo, would you do it before or after you take a bath or a shower? If I take a bubble bath, do I do it before or after I shower? Either way, just bathing in general. Um, I, so if I'm dirty i will actually like shower off and then get in the bathtub but if if i'm not really dirty like i haven't really been doing anything i'll uh, lay in the bubble bath first and as if i do this on such a regular basis i'll lay in the bubble bath first and then get out and like rinse off in the shower and wash my hair you know and then what you you answered a question, but I don't know what that, question it was that you answered. That's because you keep cutting out, so I was trying to fill in the gaps. Why didn't you tell me I'm cutting out? I don't know. I thought I'd figured out what you said. <laughs> no, I asked if you have to poop, like take a shit. Oh. Do you do it? Would you do it before or after you bathe? Oh, uh, my poop schedule is not synced with my showering schedule in any way. I was trying to make a point to a buddy. <laughs> Why? I got a buddy who I got a buddy who's like he he informed me and me and a couple others the other night that that he he drops a deuce after he gets out of the shower every time he showers, after? and we're like, okay, well, yeah, we're like, well, why wouldn't you do it before? And he looked at us like a deer in the head, like, like he didn't understand why we were asking that. And we're just like, well, you know, why are you going to clean yourself and then take a shit when you could take a shit and then clean yourself? And he just, it still went right over his head. Well, if I feel like I could poop, I'm going to try to do that before getting in the shower. You right. know, it could happen that within the next, you know, 30 minutes or hour after I shower, I suddenly need to poop. But I'm going to try to do that first for that reason. Like, you know, then I can clean myself better instead of getting my booty all dirty. Again, we don't work for Collider. We would have just gotten fired. (laughs) Oh, man. Because we talked, we made, we're talking about poop. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, they have to have, um, Shit, what was it? They have to have uh, industry-relevant content or whatever that shit that that fucking Twit said. Professional, 
industry professional. Oh, whatever. Something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, um, <laughs> that pissed me off. I totally uh, deleted everything Collider, and I, I finally – when Fernandez did his town hall and I watched it, I was finally like, okay, I'll re-upload or I'll resubscribe to Collider. I didn't, I didn't fall for none of that that dog and pony dance. Well, but I that's did. just me. I just don't care. I don't like. I don't. I. I don't like how. If for me, it's not what he did. He's a. He's a business owner, and I had. I had dropped this from the notes even, but I'll just say it real quick. And it's nothing bad, but like from a business standpoint. I would never criticize the decisions he made because it's his money, it's his company, he can do whatever he wants with it. Um, I just don't like how he did it. Um, I think it was extremely unprofessional and, and piss-poor way to treat people that uh, that, that work for you and, and that give you the living that you have. Um, and for that reason is why, I mean, I, I don't care what content they put out in the future, I just... I, I, I unsubbed and I don't buy any of it. I don't like how Mark handled it all and I'm just done. And I, I, you know, I would much rather focus, uh, my time on those folks who were fired, uh, what they do individually or on SEN and just keep following SEN and Christian and Ellis and all them. So that's just where I'm at. But I didn't, I, I did watch the town hall, but I didn't, I didn't fall for any of it. It just, you know, whatever. Well, I I resubscribed and I did watch for your consideration after that. Um and I'm gonna give it a shot and see how it goes, but I am following closely uh Roxy, Coy, Roca, Riley. Uh yeah. you know, I'm fo- I'm subscribed to all of them. I hop in when I can into the actual chat. Um, and all that jazz because I, I do want them to be successful and I'm I'm glad of how high their sub their subs went up. Uh, yeah, so, for sure. Like you could tell that you know we were loyal more so to the people than the brand. Exactly. Yep. So that's that's who we're gonna follow. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was this has been a, a dramatic week, but I am it seems to be leveling off a little bit. And it was super cool to have see you know see Roxy and uh, Riley and Roca all have now come yeah. through Collider. I mean, fuck through um, Sen, you know, and they're able to interact <laughs> yeah. over there more now. So, I mean, there's a silver lining for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, what happened with you over the last couple of weeks that I need to hear about? Fuck, um, nothing you need to hear about. <laughs> That's for damn sure. I was all last week. I was out of commission and I'm not going to get into why it just really sucked. And it was extremely painful and extremely bloody, uh, as well. Um, and, uh, and then this week has just been recoup and, uh, started a new job. So that's about it there. And just, uh, you know, living the dream and stuff. Um, uh, watched, uh, I, I, I'm, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna get into, I'm just, uh, it, I'm just gonna say I watched, last night I watched a live stream of probably one of the top, I, I would say he is the second, uh, best comedian 
uh, right now, and he has been the second best for like the last three years. Um, just absolutely slayed it. It was great. Um, just so funny. And, and, and I just, I like funny. Some of you may know what I'm talking about and that, that shows no allegiance on my part whatsoever. I just love funny. And this dude is fucking hilarious. Um, but I mean, other than that, it's just been a really nice, quiet, laid back week. Um, I feel like I should know what you're referencing, and I have no idea because what we did last night was watch uh, Surviving R. Kelly. Ah, <laughs> yes, I've seen that. It, what, wait, are you on part two or are you part one? I'm in part one. We've seen right. the first four episodes, and after you and I get done here, we're probably going to watch the last two, which are the two that Rachel Cushing actually mm-hmm. ha- has an IMDb credit for editing. Yeah. So. Um, it's been a really good series, but no, I haven't seen part two. I don't even know how to see part two yet. Cause I'm watching part one, like on Netflix. Yeah. It won't be out on Netflix for a while. I'm sure it's, uh, it's an A and E, uh, docuseries, I believe. Gotcha. So well, then we'll just have to wait. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been binging. What did I, well, I just watched the King, uh, on Netflix last night, actually. With, uh, uh that was a pretty good Calme? movie. Is, uh, is that who that is? He's one of them, you know, one of those actors that are like yeah. up and coming and in everything and whatever, you know. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie. Um, I, I binged the hell out of uh, Better Call Saul uh, while I was sick the last two weeks. Um, I've got two tried. episodes left in season three. I tried to watch it and just whatever day I was trying to watch it, I was just like not into it at all. And that show, I, it took me so long to watch it because I just, I just thought it kind of was going to be a little meh, but it was not meh at all. It had me hook, line, and sinker, man. I mean, I binged that shit hard. Um, love that show. Um, another one I've been, but I tend to do this, like, I'll binge a show and get really into it. Then for the last two or three episodes of the series or whatever, or the current season, um, I'll just, I'll wait a long time to watch them because I don't want it to end yet. Um, an example of that is Bates Motel. Um, I binged that series so hard until I got to two episodes left in the, in the whole series. And I, and I'm yet to watch those last two episodes and it's been probably six months. So it's just, uh, just because I loved it and I didn't want it to end. And I've kind of done that with uh, Better Call Saul. I've got two episodes left in the current season that's on Netflix, but I haven't watched them for a week since last week just because I don't want them to end. (laughs) That is uh, an interesting strategy. Yeah. I tend to just fly through stuff and get it. Well, I hear some folks do the same with books. Where they, they, you know, if they're really into a book, they won't read the last chapter or the last few pages. Um, I don't know, though. I don't read books, but I've heard that before, at least. I'm always the opposite. It always takes me so long to read the beginning chapters and really get into it. But then once I'm into it, I just fly through the rest of the book. Or I stop reading it because I don't care. True, true. Yeah, I've done that with many movies like Willow. I watch, I started watching that for the first time 
when Disney Plus first came out, and I stopped it about an hour into it because I can't fucking handle it. Um, Same with Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I stopped that about 35 minutes into it. Absolutely terrible fucking movie. What? You didn't like the coconuts? That's the only good part. Is the is the guy doing the coconuts as if it's the horse's hooves? That's the only good part. They couldn't um, afford horses. <laughs> um, Which makes sense because they were just like a little comedy troupe. Right, right. Um, I just I watched a movie the other. I watched a movie over the weekend. Uh, what was that? Was it on Netflix? No, 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 no. It was. Um, Hmm. I cannot remember what fucking movie I just watched. Oh, well. I watched Tremors yesterday, though. Tremors? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that movie's great, man. Oh, oh I love my that God. movie. My mom and dad, man, my mom and dad love that movie. My aunt and uncle love that movie. That movie's great. I mean, well, I haven't seen them in recent time, but I've seen all of them at some point. Right. Well, the the most recent just came out last year in 2019, and there's another one already that's in pre-production. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't even know a new one came out. They just that's... released them all. They just put every single one of them up on Netflix uh, at the new year. So oh, they're all gosh. up there now. Oh gosh, um, that's not a series that needs a reboot at all. No, no, just up. keep making more. <laughs> no, don't don't do that either. Just leave it oh, alone. I want more Sharknado. I still want the 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 I, I still want the 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 Narcos Sharknado crossover that I pitched a while back. That was awesome. Narcos Sharknado. Yeah, yeah. Is is are they going after the Sharknado? Okay, okay. Or, no, here's the, I don't want. Here's hear the premise of the show. No, it's I'm it's good. a crossover show. Between Sharknado and Narcos, and it's called, uh, well, uh, I won't lie, uh, Makuga had originally thrown out the name, like, uh, uh, Snarkos or something like that, Um, and then that's what kind of made me think about it, but the premise of of my pitch here is that um, the, the Mexican cartels have figured out how to create Sharknados, and they're packing the sharks full of drugs and using them as mules to traffic them across the border oh my into God. the U.S. So then um, uh, Ian Ziering, Ian Ziering, Ian Ziering, sorry, I always say it wrong, but Ian Ziering, um, he, who, you know, is from the Sharknado ones, you know, he heads up a special tax, task force called, um, called the Snarkos unit or whatever, something like that. I can't remember. I have to go back for the exact name, but basically he, he leads up this, this elite unit who goes after the cartels and fighting these, these sharknados that are trafficking the drugs across the American border. You know, what's sad. What's that? If they made that movie, it would probably make a ton of money. Yeah. And it would be really fucking cool too. (laughs) That would be so awesome. Like, it would start with, like, you know, the cartels, and they've got their scientists, you know, they've they've hired these scientists who are trying to figure out how to 
create these sharknadoes and they finally do it. And then, and then it shows the cartel stuff in these sharks full of drugs and using them as pack sharks instead of pack mules. And, and then just like creating these sharknadoes. It just, uh, that would be just so much fun, but. Oh my goodness. Yep. And, uh, and on that note, let's take a short break, um, and we will listen to some promos for some other Merc with the Movie blog podcast, and we will be right back to continue on with the show. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years. As we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. And hey, we're back, everybody. Be sure and check out those shows. Good stuff going on there. And we got some other good stuff coming up, too, pretty soon. But, uh, Kaylin, uh, take us through some of this stuff on SEN Live this week. It was a pretty fun week. We had a lot of people stopping through and a whole lot of laughs. Yes, for sure. Now, we already discussed the most important question, which was about poop. Yes. So. Had to get Sarah in on that one. <laughs> so we can touch on some of the other stuff that happened this week. So first of all, Roca is going to be a regular rotating in ge- uh, uh, guest host or whatever they call themselves on um, SCN Live. So we're yes. going to see him at least once every week. How are we That's feeling about that? Nice. Uh, I really like that. Um, I... Uh... I'll be honest, when, when I first became a fan of Schmoes and uh, watching Collider and all that, um, I was not a big fan of Roka's. Um, and I mean, like, I, I, this was before I even saw the Schmodown, so I'm talking about John Roka himself. Um, I, there was something about him that rubbed me the wrong way, to be honest, and I didn't care for him. Um, and, and over time... I've really grown to to enjoy listening to him and and enjoy uh, his opinions on things that that I don't agree with because I I love discussion and I love listening to people who don't agree with me. Life is so boring if you only hang out with and associate with people who agree with you. It just it's so damn boring. Um, but and he still can he still can go off on some things that I don't like, but. Um, but man, he has definitely won me over um, as, as a personality in the space, and uh, as well as his uh, his intellectual content that he brings to the table, as far as like his his thoughts and his feelings and, and his insights and and everything like that. Um, 
what really won me over though was in the schmodown. And when the schmo when I first started paying attention to it, uh, I liked that he had a character, but I still didn't like I didn't even like the outlaw. Um, but but his passion that he put into the schmodown completely won me over. I became a fan of the outlaw first and I'm very happy to say that over over time um, I have become a big fan of John Roca himself. Um, I just I, I really enjoy listening to him, listen to him talk, and it'll be cool to have him uh, interacting with with some of the SEN folks that he's not interacted with with before at all or much, like Ben the Bagel Boy or Winston or Brett, Kate. Um, so that'll be really fun, and I'm excited. I'm excited uh, not only because he's we're going to get to hear more from him, um, especially on SEN, but I'm also excited for SEN in general. And, and I'm, uh, you know, who am I to be proud of Christian? But as a fan, I'm proud of Christian for him stepping up and helping out his friends like this. Um, you know, him helping out his friends is the primary great thing. The secondary great thing in that is for us fans. Um, and, and the content that, that we're going to get in the future now from this. So, uh, I, for one, am really looking forward to Roka joining, joining the crew. I can't wait till, uh, till, you know, it, it, it's already set, but I just, I can't wait for more because so far we've just had, uh, one week of him, maybe two. I think he was on last week too, but it, it's going to be great. He was on twice last week. He was on before we found out everyone was fired and then after, and then he was on this week again. Uh, I'm excited for it. Um, I think I can pinpoint why you didn't like him at first. He, when you first hear him talk, you think that he's yelling at people Mm. and it takes a while to figure out he's not yelling at anyone. He just talks emphatically and I think once you realize that and realize that he's not being disrespectful, he's not yelling at someone, he doesn't uh, hate someone just because uh, he disagrees, he's just a passionate person, I think that you come around and love him. But it like it, it is jarring the first time you ever hear him be, speak very passionately, and it sort of sounds like he's yelling at the person. Well, I'm um, and- sure that has a little to do with it, but I will be complete. I'll go. I'll go ahead and be c- completely honest about the main reason why I didn't like him, and I know what the main reason is. Um, it was because when I was first introduced to Roca, now you okay? Before I say this, I view entertainment, and I include sports in this. I view entertainment as nothing but entertainment, like as in. I just want to be entertained. Shut up. Shut up. If it don't have to do with football or baseball or soccer or tennis, shut up and just entertain me. If it's music, if it doesn't have to do with the music you're singing and and the music you're writing, just shut up and entertain me. And I feel the same way about movies. I don't like agendas and messages being pushed down my throat. I just want to be entertained. Life is so full of all of this toxic crap that I just want to be entertained. And I view these shows like that too, as far as like, if I'm watching a star Wars show, 
I don't want to hear about anything but Star Wars. If I'm watching a movie-related show, I just want to hear about movies. Um, and there were some times on those shows, movie talk and stuff like that, where where Roka would uh, would get a little uh, would get a little political and stuff like that, and and speak on social issues. And um, sometimes I completely disagreed with what he was saying, and sometimes I just didn't really care one way or the other. But that's beside the point that I just I was rubbed raw because I just want to be entertained. I don't want to hear what your personal political or social opinions are on anything. Um, but you know, that, that was, he has every right to do that and talk about anything he wants, you know? So that was on me. That was my issue. Um, but like I said, just the more, the more I listened to him, um, the more I started to like him and, and, and I still don't agree with some of the things that he said socially and politically, but that's okay. That's good. That's fine with me. I love him in the Schmodown. I love his character. I love his heart. I love his drive. I like so many more things about him than the the couple, three or four little things that I've heard him touch on for five seconds, you know? So um, that was why at first, though, um, that I didn't care for him. And that was also a time when I was... I was coming out of being very angry. I just, I had a lot of stuff going on in, in life, uh, relationship wise, job wise, um, depression, all that stuff. And I was a very, very angry person. And, uh, my outlet for a lot of that anger, um, like for, for so many at the time was politics, social crap. I've, thank God I've removed myself from that for the absolute most part. Um, I, I comment on it very little. And when I do, I just try to make fun of everyone and everything. Um, but I had to remove myself from all that toxicity and I've calmed down. And in, in that process of removing myself from that and calming down and, and letting that anger go and everything, I, I'm much more happier and I'm much more able to just enjoy the content that is given to me for what it is and just, uh, it, it's just, I, I'm in a much better place right now. And a lot of, you know, my point is that a lot of that, uh, why I didn't like Roka was because of that stuff and the place I was in at the time. And I just had to let it go and just listen to the man uh, uh, speak about the things that I love and the things that we have in common, uh, such as entertainment, movie, TV shows, um, sports time or sports talk. Sometimes I would watch, um, Sports time, sports talk. Sorry, uh, but yeah, that that that's my history with Roka. Um, but I mean, as it stands now, I just I love it, man. I love him. I love him when he's on um, on everything. So, and, and you know, I kind of I've, I've expressed before. I kind of had the same feelings about Roxy when I first was introduced to her on Collider Live. Just something about her, just wasn't hitting for me, but the more, the more I listened to her, I mean, damn it. She is a bright, intelligent, great interviewing skills. Um, she's just a really fun girl. And I just, we tend to do that. I think sometimes we, we look at, at people or things in, uh, in a way that is narrow. And sometimes it takes time for, our, for that scope to broaden and, and see things for, 
for what they really are and get a better picture of them. So I'm glad that I have that ability now to where I can open myself up and not just be an angry fuck all the time. Well, and, and I, I know think, I just totally went off track, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I think also as uh, as you've changed, I think Roka has too a little bit. He seems to have calmed down a little bit. Yes. And I'm wondering if that's relationship related. Like, you know, people are different when they're in different relationships or new relationships or happier relationships versus, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know what his situation was before. Um, but uh you know if you're in a bad relationship you bring that home or you bring that to work with you or if you're not in a relationship and you're sad about that you bring that to work with you so i think that um he's changed a little bit too i've noticed he's a little more bubbly sometimes and i think yes. that's because he's happy um yeah and good for him good um, for him too i'm glad that uh it, he you can tell he lights up when he talks about his lady and that's oh awesome. yeah oh yeah so. Um, and you touched on something that they actually touched on this week, which was about uh, the Golden Globes and should people who, you know, win and get to give a speech use that time uh, for whatever platform it is that they're passionate about. And Christian says no, because people are tuning into that because it pertains to movies and television and, you know, entertainment, like you were saying. And if you want to do that stuff and do that on your own personal Twitter or whatever, then do it there. Uh, but don't do that during speeches, unless it's something to do with the actual entertainment industry. Right, um, right. And Rachel Cushing had a very different view. She said, um, use whatever platform you can and if if you know that's your 30 seconds to have all those eyes on you use it so i take it you fall more on the christian side of things yeah for two reasons one like i said shut the fuck up and entertain me <laughs> you know you're here because you won an award for a movie you're not here to push some personal agenda that you believe in Okay, and maybe your 20,000 followers on Twitter, okay, maybe they they agree with you too, but not everyone agrees with you. Just shut the fuck up and, and take your award. Thank the people who are necessary for the reason why you're there, and, and that's it. That's that. But beyond that, the and, and the biggest part for me is the hypocrisy of it. Um, those people who virtue signal and, and, and talk all this shit up there and then they don't live a damn thing about what they're saying in their lives. They don't do shit to help. Um, how many celebrities, uh, 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 uh going off about, uh, Flint when it was discovered the Flint water crisis, how many of them anted up and actually put their fucking money where their mouth was or their power where their mouth was? Damn near no one. I'm sure some did, but the majority of them did not because they're catering. That's all they're doing. They're catering to, to people and trying to build up those followers, trying to build up their, their uh, profile, trying to become a bigger star. And why do they want to do all that? To make more money in the end. 
Okay, a perfect example is Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, he is one of the best fucking actors I have ever seen. I love watching his movies. Complete fucking douchebag in real life. This fucking jerk-off goes around spouting all this shit about the climate, global warming, all this fucking shit. Hey, let me jump on my private plane and fly over to Greece and hang out on a big fucking yacht with a bunch of 20-some-year-old supermodels and fuck them all. No big deal. Who gives a shit? I'm just living a luxurious life. These people do not back up what they say. If they did back up what they say, to be honest, I wouldn't give a damn if they said something about it during their speeches. I honestly wouldn't if it was known that they back this shit up. But as it stands now, they just get up there, they talk, they want the cheers, they want the retweets. It has nothing to do with anything other than their ego and, and, and their bottom line of making more money. And I can't stand it. I just cannot stand it. Well, that took a different turn than I expected. Um, I, I was just going to say I side more with Christian only because I want people to get the fuck off the stage because I want to hear who won the next award. Um, and that's just me. Uh, but you know, um, whatever. Real quick to be fair to Leo, I did see an article that said that, uh, he was on his boat and he rescued a man from drowning. Now, I don't know if that means he personally pulled the person out of the water or if he just directed his boat captain, his yacht captain, hey, uh, some guy over here is drowning. Why don't you go scoop him up while I drink my drinks and fuck my chicks? You know, I don't know how exactly that worked, but at least his boat at least saved someone. So I will, uh, you know, after that little bit about his stupid yacht and all his supermodels, I will say that, okay, the boat came in handy once. Well, okay, um, let's move on past Leonardo DiCaprio bashing. I'm like in my 40s, and all I do is screw a bunch of 22-year-old supermodels, but no one gives a shit because I'm rich and I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. But if Blow Joe from down the street is 38 years old and he's hooking up with a 25-year-old, oh, he's some sort of fucking pervert. None of this shit makes sense to me. This fucking Holly weird motherfucking shit. If y'all want to hear what, dude, the song by Tool called Anima, fucking beautiful. Says it all. Go Google, or not Google, we'll Google YouTube, same damn company. Uh, go to YouTube, YouTube tool, Anima, with lyrics. And that says it all about California and Los Angeles specifically. Are you sure it's pronounced Anima? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's spelled weird. Okay. Okay, yeah. I thought you were trying to say Enema. The, I thought you were trying to say the word Enema. Oh, it's not enema. I think it's uh, yeah. anema, but I'm not 100% uh, yeah. sure, but it, it... It's got... I just Googled it. It's got a weird yeah. spelling. I didn't know what song you are talking about, but I did think you were trying to say enema, and I'm like, But it oh. might be enema, but just spelled wrong, because he, he is talking about flushing L.A. into the fucking ocean. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, so... Something else that came up on uh, SCN Live was the idea of deleting comments. And <laughs> so this is, an, 
So this is uh, a note that you made that you wanted to discuss. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. Um, so do we think that their content has gone too far or not far enough? Or do we think that, you know, they've crossed any lines or, or anything within this show? Um, I don't think it's gone. I don't think it's gone too far at all. Um, I don't want to say that it's not gone far enough because I, uh, because however far they want to take it is fine. But I will say that if it were me personally, like, like if I did a show like that with, with a couple, three or four specific of my friends, it would be, it would be something even Christian would have a hard time listening to. Um, we get really out of hand, and I mean extremely out of hand. So, well, I think that's they the point. Never I say think... anything that would that would put me off or shock me. Yeah, I'm sure that in certain company, in private, some of them, you know, probably go beyond some of the crap that they say on the show. But at some point, though, you know, especially as a the owner of the company you have to think okay well what's what's going to alienate more people than (laughs) it's worth and i think that they toe that line pretty good i mean uh, granted they say things that i'm like okay i hope um i I, or i I don't think i can listen to this at work um without (laughs) headphones but by the same token, they're also saying some very, very positive and funny and, you know, very useful things sometimes. Yeah. And they're entertaining. And I don't see anything wrong with, uh, for the most part, anything that they've said. I still don't think that Ben, the bagel boy, should have made the joke about Kate's vagina. But that was more because it didn't land. Um, than because he was not allowed to make the joke. You know what I mean? You know, I'm abo- I'm more upset about Ben deleting that comment in the YouTube chat. That really does piss me off. I can't even remember what happened specifically. It was someone had made a comment picking on him about bagel and an asshole. Mm. About bagel and an asshole. And and let me let's just break it down. What it was, was it was a joke about him. He didn't like it, so he deleted it. And Christian yeah. called him out for it. But that that's that really does piss me off. Um, I do not like that shit at all. I mean, I definitely think that you shouldn't let people um, be disrespectful. But there's a difference between a joke and disrespect. Like uh, today, what Ben Bateman was talking about, about the feet people in Roxy's Mm. feed, like get them out of there. Like that's gross and they're weird. And as soon as they come in, all of her mods start just deleting those people out of there. Um, What exactly are they saying about her feet? I don't know because they get deleted so fast. I've never caught one before. To me, it depends on what they're saying. But the point is there are people out there who, for whatever reason are obsessed with her feet. So as soon as they start talking about wanting to see her feet, she wants them out of there, and I totally get that because that's weird. Like you're well to me. There's a di- weird or not to me. There's a difference between saying, "Hey, uh, you got hot feet. Can I see your feet?" And someone who's like, 
Now, if someone's like, you know, I want to skeet, skeet, skeet all over your feet, then yes, of course, dude, get your sick ass out of here. Well, but like, I, just I like think... talking about her feet or like, or like you got hot feet. I, I don't understand what the issue is with that, but I I've never, we... I've never been in there. So I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've never caught the specific comments, but yeah. yeah I so don't know. I, I think that. And and I've noticed comments getting deleted out of different feeds on different live streams, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, just people being negative and mean and rude and whatever. Um, and, like, Koi doesn't have mods yet. And somebody said something, and I can't even remember uh, what they said. And he read their comment and said, well, first of all, fuck you. And kept going. I, I can't even remember what it was. But it was just, like, so... Just just saying it to be mean. It was not a right. joke. It was not constructive. It was just saying something. It was something about Schnepp. It was something about uh, him taking over from Schnepp. But it was like really whatever it was, it was super insensitive and awful. Right. And right. so you need to delete that stuff. But yeah, there is a line where you're deleting people who are being funny and poking fun at you. There's a difference between that and then being cruel. Now, what about criticism and actually like being mean? Like, like if uh, if if someone were to be like, you know, just criticizing someone's show or their content, but not cussing or name calling them. You um, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Not no, like I, you suck and you know fuck this show or you're a dick. Nothing like that, but just criticism. Um, I don't think you delete it. But I think you do tell those people, like people who just say stuff like, this show's really gone downhill or this show's not going to survive, shit like that. I think at that point you just say, okay, then don't watch it, you know. But right. I don't think you go so far as to delete that kind of stuff because um, that's not really taking it too far to me. That's, I, But if if you do get into all the swearing at people or threatening people or yeah, whatever, yeah. then yeah they're gone yeah for sure yeah um, i can get with that yeah so i don't know that I, I don't know i think that ben does get very sensitive he obviously gets very sensitive because kate made a comment and it's very obvious she was talking about roxy um saying that she thinks that instead of ben dating uh bonnie bonnie she thinks that he should date someone else and it's obviously Roxy and they could just sit around talking about why it would not be okay for her to give him a blow job. (laughs) But what I find funny about that is I don't think Kate has spent enough time around Roxy because you remember the story about Roxy giving her first blow job at like 14 or something. Yeah. And then she went home and told her brother. She was at home. She was down in the basement. She ran upstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. She went upstairs. I just gave my first blow. And I swallowed because I thought that's what guys wanted. (laughs) So I don't know that Kate has the perfect accurate read on Roxy um, in that regard because neither Roxy nor Ben strike me as like, uh, what's that word everyone uses now? Woke. Woke. Oh, woke, woke. Yeah. Um, they don't strike me as the kind who are like, you know, I will not hold your hand until you say that it is okay. Like, you know, 
See, or... ben, ben does come off to me a little bit like that. A little, but not that far. Uh, um, I mean, and, and this is not a criticism, but this week, uh, I think it was this week, when Ben said he's not a social justice warrior, and I rolled my eyes and started laughing. And I don't mean that in a rude way. It just, he said that, and it just I just was like, dude, come on. He is a little bit. He's, he's Yeah. He's a little bit of a snowflake. Well, speaking of speaking of, <laughs> you said it, not me. But speaking of Ben being a snowflake and uh, also Bonnie, um, I did take this out of the notes earlier. But I would like to ask, um, what do you think the chances are that Bonnie is is not really all that interested in dating Ben and maybe she's backing out of it or something. Cause I mean, I understand we had the holidays and she just got back in town, but they had talked about going on a date for a while for a little bit before the holidays. And it just seems like this is dragging on. Ben doesn't even have a way to contact her other than Twitter. It just, it, it, it it's, I don't want to say that it seems like a bit for the show because I still don't think it, it, it started at least as a bit. But at this point, is it is it going to happen? Is it just kind of like, is she just messing with him? I don't know. What's What do you think? What's going on here? I don't know. I was wondering that too until today when they called her and she said, uh, oh, she made a comment and it was funny. Like the cute uh, one or something like that? Uh, it was like the one I'm gonna, uh... The one I'm molesting. Yeah, the one I'm gonna molest later, or something like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I... She's a comedian, too, though, so you gotta keep that in mind. I would think by now... Oh, so, I don't think it's that she's not interested. I think Ben has not been... Um, uh, like, has not initiated enough. You know what? I can agree with that because she, dude, uh, like I said, he doesn't even have her number yet. I would have had her number in my phone that very day that she said she'd go on a date with me. Right. And you think that they would have texted or something to say like, hey, you know, I'll be out of town for a while. I'll be back on this day. Let's plan something for that week or something. Yeah. Um, it sounds like she's been back a little bit because she was going on auditions and stuff. So, yeah, I'm wondering if it'll actually happen. But honestly, if it doesn't happen, I don't think it's on her. I think it's on him. I agree. Because I, agree. I think he's, uh, not that she can't initiate, a, you know, a, a date. But I think at this point they've talked about it enough that she's probably waiting for him to be like, I agree. Okay, I'm ready to take you on a date. Like, um... They even talked about where they could go and stuff. So. Yeah, they were going to go to Venice. He was going to go down to Venice, where she lives, yeah. and let now, her pick a restaurant do, and all that. Do we think? Do we think the okay? Now, now here's another. Do we think that the holdup here is is it because Ben is really nervous and maybe a little scared? Not like scared of her, but just like that, you know. You like someone, or you want to go on a date with someone, but you're just really nervous about it. Like you um, it to be it, or is it because, um, or or is it just because maybe he doesn't think she's serious? I think it's because he's nervous and scared he's going to mess it up, or or something, or doesn't want to come off as clingy. So then men go in the other direction of like right. they go from clingy to a wall. 
Right, and, but she's she's a woman, and uh, and I could imagine that she's not she's not down to play those games of a young lady. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so I would imagine, like you said, she's probably sitting around like the balls in your court. Yeah, and if you're interested, just say it. Yeah. But like, if uh, if not, I'm moving on with my life. Um, I do not like the suggestion that he should date Roxy. I know oh. that they're closer in age, but something about it is just not right. In particular, oh. if they had sex, and she said something about Ben. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's where my mind went. Uh, I was like, yeah, no. they're in the middle of, no. of of knocking boots, and she just lets out, <laughs> "Oh, the boss, <laughs> boss!" <laughs> I was not going that far. I mean, Bagel Boy. <laughs> No, no, I just, based on what I know of their personalities, I don't think they would be a good, what's that? Do you think that Roxy called Bateman the boss? No, no, but I'm just saying a way to differentiate, because if she was going to be like, oh, Ben, oh, Ben, he wouldn't know the difference, even if she was talking about Bateman, but to be like, oh, Bateman would be way too far, but I... So I was just using that as an example of where he would know she was really taught. She was thinking about him, you know, and, oh, boss, boss. Oh, oh God. Oh, quit right there. No, boss. making sex noises. <laughs> I'm going to pull my headphones off like when Riley does it when they play Zoobly Zoo. Oh, boss. <laughs> That's just not funny. Oh, man. But for real though, Ben, get on it, dude. And and I don't yes. mean that in a pervy, like old school, like get on it kind of way. I mean like get on it as in get on the ball here with this date, Take some dude. Action. Get her number, call her, do it up, man. Take action. Yes. Yes. You never know unless you try. She she's obviously down to at least go on one date with you. What the hell can that hurt? She yeah. she is an amazing personality, wonderful voice extremely fucking funny. Uh, she's gorgeous. I mean, dude, Ben, Ben, come on, buddy. Now, do you think Bonnie is going to show up to the awards tomorrow night? I do. I do. I really do. I think one, okay, one, um, I think she was going to show up anyway, because I think she just misses everybody and she just wants to see people and shit. But, she was put on the spot today, and I think she's gonna. I think she'll definitely show because of that. I do too. Yep. I, I do too for sure. Okay, well, um, not a lot else happened that wasn't Schmodown related this week that we wanted to touch on. So let's jump into a little bit of Schmodown talk to um, kind of wrap us up here. So we did learn this week that Emma. Fife is not going to be managing anymore, um, which is completely fine. I mean, I'm going to miss her for sure, but she basically said that it's just not in her um, career plan right now. It's not really helping her get to where she wants to go with her career. Um, so instead, Kate Mulligan, which I'm super excited about, is going yes. to manage a team called The Den with help from Grace Hancock. And yes. I am definitely Team Den. Um, I am, I, I was team swag, uh, swag squad. Um, but now I have taken my, my allegiance to, to swag squad and I have split it evenly in the middle and I am, I am half swag and half den. 
I think I'm like 51% din. No, okay, no. I'm like 40% din, 30 rock stars, and 30 swag squad. Something like that. I mean, my most allegiance is to Kate, but also Roxy and Winston. Like, I, I, I gotta, I gotta, you know, root for them too. Although, rooting for Roxy means rooting for Snyder, and I, I'm not down for that, but, you know, um, whatever. <laughs> so, um, with that in mind, some trades have been happening, and which has completely fucked up anybody who's been trying to do mock drafts because yeah, every time wow. someone gets a damn mock draft posted, uh, somebody has turned around and traded a pick or done this or done that, and then the whole thing is just fucked up. So the Den was approached by Kaiser to now they did uh reject well, wait, go to the do the Finstock one first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I forgot about that. Now, the, um, Finstock offered Finstock, a chain uh, a trade first. Right, Finstock offered them a trade. I can't even remember what it was for because Christian yeah, can't explain was, stuff for shit. Yeah, this was um, why I was hoping Josh was going to be here. He was going to, but at the last yeah. minute he couldn't. But I was going to have him down. really get us into that the details of this one. But okay, while I'm on this for a second, Christian trying to explain stuff. Sometimes I have no idea what the yeah. fuck he's saying. So today, when he was trying to explain the difference between a TKO and a KO, yes, he was totally like it was not making sense. The very short and sweet of it is it's a KO if mathematically you cannot even win by going into the third round. So you get knocked out before you even start the third round. If one team has to try to answer one or more questions in the third round and then gets knocked out, that's a TKO. But if the other team answers any questions, it's not either. So anyway... It was just like, oh, I can't even, uh, he was hurting my brain today. So, um, uh, yep. anyway, I hope he's not writing this rule book. I really hope somebody else is because his language confuses me sometimes. Um, At least he's going to release the rule book to the fans, though, now. So that's good. And apparently, um, we don't have to go into detail about this because we already talked about it, but apparently so many people were mad about the cussing thing that that's not what they're going to do anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're gonna we're funny. gonna talk about that more next week. Um, yeah, next week we're well, planning we'll on have more details by then too. Yeah, and and also we'll have the draft to talk about as well. And yes. uh, I'll go ahead and say now that uh, that next week, um, uh, Josh uh, Josh should be here with us again next week. Um, he's kind of our he's our schmodown guy around here. But uh, in cases when he can't be here and on special occasions and sometimes just for the hell of it. Uh, we are going to have uh, Caleb Coho on to talk about some Schmodown stuff with us, too. Um, now, those of you not familiar with Caleb, he uh, he's one of the fellows who runs a multiplex uh, fan leagues for uh, trivia. So um, he's going to join us next week and talk about the draft, and we will definitely cover this cursing thing then, too. So I know you and I have talked about it before, but I would really like to get their views on it, too. And uh, thank fuck they're they're not gonna do do it the way they were originally talking. So yeah, but yeah, yeah, we're definitely gonna get into that and some draft stuff next week with Caleb and Josh. So I feel really sorry for you though. Whenever we have Caleb on, because you get to talk to Kaylin and Caleb. Oh my gosh! At least I'm not been calling you Sarah lately. <laughs> That's true. So uh, very quick anecdote: I used to tutor a boy named Caleb when we were in college. And my name's Kaylin. 
and he was sort of kind of talking to dating a girl named Kayla. And one night I get a text from him that said, Hey, what are you doing? And it was like a weekend night. And I was like, I'm hanging out with my husband. Why? And I was it just, wasn't, Hey, what are you wearing? <laughs> yeah. And, and I was just thinking, surely he does not want me to tutor him at like eight o'clock at night right. on a Saturday or whatever. He could not be wanting that. And then he goes, Oh, oops, sorry, wrong person. And I was like, Oh, well, this could have been a lot worse. Um, oh my God. Yeah. So good luck with that. Um, but now Kaiser then offered a trade to the den which was a lot more simple and easier to follow. Basically, yes. Kaiser is going to give his fourth – no. Yes. yes, he's going to give his fourth and fifth round picks to the Den for their third round pick. So Kate will not have a pick in the third round. Kaiser will have two. But then Kaiser doesn't have a pick again until the sixth round. Mm-hmm. And Kate will have two in the fourth round, two in the fifth round. And I think that's beneficial to her only because she's starting completely from scratch. She doesn't right. have anyone to lock in. She doesn't have any loyalties. So she probably needs that. I mean, that she's gaining an extra draft pick, and I think she kind of needs it um, yeah. to, to try to draft someone good. What do you What do you think the chances are she'll snag up Knapsack? I mean, especially with Grace there, but I mean, Knapsack, he's, he's not only back in the, in the competing, but he's, uh, apparently he's going to be competing in the Star Wars League as well. Uh, Knapsack, I don't know that Knapsack's manageable, though. Not even by Grace? Mm, I don't know. I mean, who do Maybe. you, I mean, I can, I can imagine he's pretty manageable at home. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just, I could see him doing, like, a camaraderie thing, but I can't see him needing advice from anyone. So, um, I don't know oh, what needing Kate's... advice really isn't about, you know, it's also about the team points, too. Yeah. You know what I so, mean? So, it's not just about a manager to have a manager, but it's about whatever points he can accumulate yeah. being contributed to that overall team. Whatever so, on if he's on a team so i'm trying to think of all the managers and see who i think he'd be a good fit with. oh we got sam levine we've got uh coy we've got winston roxy dagnino the den the dungeon and there's um robert meyer burnett robert meyer burnett i don't know who the fuck belongs that's it yeah. That's it, um, because think, Jay Jay had to drop out and so did um Emma. Emma. So I think actually Ken Knapsack, his best fit, I feel like is Sam Levine. Yeah. Also because Rachel I could see that. And Rachel Cushing gonna kind of, you know, advise Sam a little bit. Didn't yeah. you hear that? Yes, so, yes we and did. Yeah. She and Ken, I believe, are close. Yeah. So I could totally see that. Um Imagine if 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 Knapsack were uh, were Levine's first pick. Although I I I, da- I think I think that he would. I think Sam would most likely go for a team for his first well, pick. Roxy actually on her live stream. I guess it was yesterday's live stream, but I just got a chance to watch it this morning. Said that she had been thinking Sam was going to pick Shazam, like one of them. You know, 
his first yeah. round pick, and obviously this, the other one is the second round pick by default. Um, but that she's now thinking he might pick the family. So I really think it's narrowed down to one of those. I think that Sam would be stupid not to pick one of these powerhouse teams because you he doesn't have another pick until the last pick of the second round. So he needs to pick a powerhouse team that is uh protected so that he's guaranteed a second powerhouse player. Well, well if he takes a team though, doesn't he then lose his second round pick? So then he wouldn't get another pick until the third round, correct? Right, but what I'm saying is if he picks someone who doesn't have a partner that is oh, I protected, see. Yes, then he yes, picks correct. them, but then God knows uh, he may not be able to get such a powerhouse by the time he has to pick again in at the end of the second round. So I right. think that he, it's, it's to his benefit to pick a team that's protected. And so it, I think it really comes down to Shazam or the family. It's just a matter of which one, and I don't know which one. Um, I could see him going with the family over Shazam. I can too. Um, I don't know. I feel like... I kind of want Roxy to get uh, Shazam. Hmm. The odd couple and Shazam? Yeah, or Kate. I think Kate could flow with Bibiani pretty good. Because Bibiani's got a personality to him. Yeah. And I don't yeah, think it's going to mesh with every manager out there. I think the kid is a little more easygoing, but I think Bibiani... It is I mean, easygoing. I think he's extremely high-strung. Well, like, he's bubbly. Like, I don't, I, I think he's, um, I don't know how to describe it. I think that he would, uh, be compatible with more people. Okay, yeah, 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 but I can Bibiani, see that, yeah. You want Bibiani in the right place for him, and there's just a lot of people that I'm like, like, I don't want Bibiani, uh, in the dungeon. I don't see that working. I don't, you know, there's just certain managers that I'm like, that's not gonna work. So. Now, now, when is um, uh, uh, Kalinowski's old lady and and who's managing now? Shannon is that her name? Yes, I'm sure she'd love being called an old lady. Oh well, right on. Um, she uh, now does she pick before or after Kate? Do you know? Ooh, hang on, let me let me look at the list. I have a list. Exactly. It would it would be very. I could see Kate picking Kalinowski. I really could. Um, and one, it would be interesting. One, it would be interesting if Kate picked Kalinowski. Two, it would be interesting if anyone other than Shannon got Kalinowski. But I just, I'm not sure in what order they're drafting. If if uh, Shannon is is picking before the den or not. Shannon picks six. Kaiser doesn't pick until ninth. But remember, Smets is protected. Right. Nope. But we're talking first round picks. Oh, 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 oh! And I don't know why I said Kaiser. I'm. We're looking at Kate. Okay, I feel stupid. Yeah, we're looking at the Den and Shannon. I thought the Dungeon when you said the Den. Right, right. Um, Okay. So no, Kate doesn't pick till eighth. So she's not going to take Mike. Yeah, yeah. Shannon's definitely going to scoop it. What, dude? What if Shan? What if it got to Shannon and? Kalinowski was available, and she did not draft him. Talk about drama right out of the gate. 
I mean, I think that might in their relationship. So no. Um, well, I mean, come on. Let's 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 have fun and be hypothetical here. Wouldn't that be crazy fun? That would be crazy. I could see Christian trying to write that as a storyline, and but I don't know that. I, I I don't know. I don't know how much tinkering he's doing behind the scenes. You know right. I, mean? I would imagine none. To be honest, or I would hope none. I would hope that he's letting everything unfold exactly how it's going to unfold between the managers, and then and then he sits down and says, "This is what I've got to work with." Um, and, and and Christian, if you're listening, dude, I know I I asked you. I sent in a Streamlab a couple weeks ago, and I asked you about where to send pitches for storylines um, for this season of Schmodown or Schmodown in general, dude. Please, please, Christian, just give me an email to send this pitch to. I don't care if you never even reply to me. I just, I, I wrote out a pitch. It's about four paragraphs. Um, that, and, and I think it's great. Um, and that could just be me, but I think it's great. And, and I want to take you back to the days when you told us of how when you first were, were writing in pitches by hand and sending them in to, to WWE. Now, I'm sure you thought you had some great pitches. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But don't hold it against me when I say that I've written a great pitch for a storyline. And please, if you're listening, man, brother, send me, send, tell me how I can send it to you. Just an email I can send it to. That's all I ask, dude. That's it. That's all I ask. Well, okay. It's gold, Kalen. I'm telling you, it is fucking gold. It's it's gold and it's it's layered it's layered and it's it's yeah it's it's a long game it's a long game pitch. Hmm, interesting. Well, I guess we'll probably end up talking a lot of Schmodown next week once we actually have the draft. Uh, oh yeah, you know, like finalized and know who drafted who. Then we could start talking about. Um, what we think strategies are going to be for the different uh, factions and uh, who we think is going to end up winning at the end. I, I It's so hard to know because so it sounds like so many players are thinking of switching things up. So as soon as you start introducing new blood into Star Wars or new blood into inner geekdom, and of course there's always new blood being introduced into teams and singles, I mean championships can turn over real fast yeah yeah for sure so and and i'm i'm really uh i'm really rooting for uh laura kelly to get a second uh second shot at the uh star wars title oh for sure yeah, yeah definitely and they're going to chicago at some point so i assume i mean they'd be stupid not to go ahead and plan at least a star wars match whether it's a title match or not yeah with her yeah uh, yeah, and, and I can I can pretty much guarantee you I will be at that Chicago match. There's no way I'm missing that shit. Well, I'll be in Atlanta. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, hopefully the Den can uh, can get somebody out there for uh, the Atlanta match. That would be cool. I hope so. So then you can hug her neck. <laughs> I do. I want to hug Kate's neck so bad. Is that a really southern thing to say? I don't know. Um, we didn't say it in Texas, but I don't know uh, about the rest of the South. So it's a sign of affection. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, like I want to hug your neck. Like I want to uh, 
just embrace you, you know? Yeah. Not Darth Vader throat hugs. We're not talking no. about that. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, a real hug. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Next week will be a lot of fun. We'll have a lot of schmodown stuff to talk about. And, uh, uh, actually I'm trying to work out a, uh, a little schmodown segment, uh, that we can do here on the show. We, you know, we'll, we'll obviously still, uh, still talk about the matches when they come out, um, and, and go over those. But, um, I don't know. I've got a, I've got an idea to uh, cover the schmodown from a little bit different of an angle, trying to work out some details. But uh, we'll get more into that here as the time comes when the season starts. Uh, but uh, hell, man, you got anything else for this week, Kalen? It was it was a pretty good week for SEN uh, Live and uh, some good schmodown stuff to talk about too, especially uh, getting pumped for the draft here this weekend. But uh, you got anything else you want to touch on before we wrap it up? No, I think I'm good. Sounds good. All right. And uh, why don't you uh, let everybody know where they can find you on the uh, social media and whatnot. Find me on Twitter or Letterboxd at KaylinRose715. That's K-A-L-Y-N-R-O-S-E 715. And also don't forget that if you go to the Merc with a Movie blog uh, podcast feed on Anchor, you can send us a voice message to any of our shows that we do. Yes, yes. Send us a voice message. We'd love to hear one and respond to one. Yeah, and we'll play them on the air, too. So, oh, yeah, yeah, we would sure. love that. Um, I do know that um, – uh, I do know – actually, yes, uh, I'll go ahead and say this. Um, let me look at the schedule here real quick, uh, pulling it up. Uh, as of now, January 31st, uh, we have uh, we have Saul scheduled to be on the show with us. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, and, and I was talking to him a little bit, um, when I explained to, you know, I told him about our show, uh, and he said he listens from time to time. So thank you, Saul, for listening to our show. We appreciate it. And buddy, we're looking forward to having you on here in a couple weeks. Um, so that'll be fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we've got, uh, we've got a couple other people that we're waiting on confirmations on, uh, and uh, we're going to start hitting it hard to get some guests in here again. I know I talked to Winston Marshall uh, last week. Uh, we're looking to get him in here in February as well as on Go Get That Rose uh, with Sarah and I. Um, just reached out to Kate Mulligan again the other day um, now that she's back in town and uh, see if we can get her in here. Uh, got a lot of stuff got going on here. And to, to check out the stuff that we got going on, uh, like Kalen just said, you can go to uh, our Anchor feed, um, as well as your other podcasting platforms. So it's the Merc with the Movie blog feed. Um, you can find Talkin' Schmodown, Go Get That Rose, Beyond the Screen, which, is, again, is Sarah, Mike, and Sean's new show coming up. Um, we've got this show on there. We've got a Harry Potter show coming up. Uh, we've got a, a movie debate podcast show that that's coming up. Um, you can also follow Merc with the movie blog on Twitter at movie blog Merc, or go to the website online for articles and more Merc with the movie blog.com. Uh, Josh Rayner again is the founder and the fellow who runs Merc with the movie blog and allows us to do all of this stuff. Uh, he's put up a couple of reviews here recently. He's um, he's doing a watch a movie a day thing uh, for this year. So go and check those out too. Uh, I know he went to see 1917 last night and was so excited excited uh, 
that he did his review from his car. So uh, that's that's some excitement there. Uh, normally, I have to think about it, but uh, when you when you're so raring to go, you get out to your car and just start going. That that means something. So check that out. Uh, if you want to, you can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J W A D E one one three four. Well, hell, guys, thanks for joining us, and uh, come back again next week. Be safe. Bye.